This call is now being recorded. Hey, something else. How you doing? Fine. Just worn out. <laughs> How about you? Oh, this dreary, rainy Saturday. I'm just trying to enjoy dramas and chilling. <laughs> yeah, truly. It's like catching up on all the dramas. And we can talk about all the dramas we're watching later or the ones we want to watch. It's a good season for dramas, but for me, it's like just keeping track of everything. And so it's easy to know the ones you absolutely want to see and keep up with. And one of them is Reborn Rich, right? Yes. You start off off talking about Reborn Rich and what you love. Okay. Well, first, I am behind. So I am only on episode three. I've only watched up to three. But from what I saw from episodes one, two, and three, the first weekend, first, let's just give them kudos and applause. For three episodes a week, because that's a plus for me. Like, I don't know if anybody else realizes how awesome that is, but three episodes in one week is like, it keeps you and it doesn't make you feel too angsty for the next week to come. That's a beautiful thing. The other beautiful thing is they have woven this story in such a great way that, like, I am super excited to, like, get busy into it. I'm trying to wrap up another drama I was watching that it was close to the end, plus I caught another one. But in which way? <laughs> no, this is the season for it. There are dramas on top of dramas happening. You're so correct. It is. So I'm trying to wrap that up so I can get back into Reborn Rich, and then I got another one I'm trying to catch up with because I saw something beautiful in preview. So I was like, oh, I got to I gotta see this. So, <laughs> Which one is that? Before we get into Reborn Rich real hard, which one is that? The, um, what is it, Behind the Stars, or... Are you just starting that one? No, I'm, like, pretty much in. I just have this, I think, past week. Because during the week of Thanksgiving, I traveled, so I didn't get to watch dramas then, and so I'm trying to catch up from then and this this week. Plus, uh, uh, World okay. Cup is on. I'm watching the World Cup, so it's so a lot happening. I'm trying to, you know, balance it all. No, I mean, I, I think Thanksgiving kind of threw us off a bit, you know, just because... Suddenly, it's like your whole routine is off balance and out of whack. You know, suddenly you got family members you got to pay attention to and FaceTime with and all this stuff. You can't. Right. You start to like you didn't wear my dramas, and <laughs> but you're like, okay, I, I think I love you, so let me just like go through a one-hour FaceTime with you rather than watch Reborn Rich. <laughs> like, okay. So, but no, I totally understand. So you have done all three, and let me just say, I don't completely know how they're doing this <laughs> because I've never seen a K-drama move in this fashion before. We know that there are 16 episodes, but the first week they dropped three, the second week they dropped three, and this is the third week, girl, they dropping three. Are you sure is it two? Because I've been seeing messages and notices that they weren't going to do the third, the three this weekend because of the World Cup. Yeah, so maybe they're not doing it. Maybe they're putting it off. But if they didn't have the World Cup or whatever's going on, they would be dropping a third one. Right, and that's what I'm. I'm saying like I love that, and the World Cup being here, that you know, fine, I'll take it. But I love that they're doing three a week. Like that's awesome. Girl, it's because we're crackheads. 
Like, we come from American television where you get one a week. So the fact we got two, I was like, oh, this is nice. Now they're giving us three? They are giving us free drugs. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they're getting just addicted. <laughs> this won't make sense. Like, the first time they dropped three, I was like, are they doing it because there's going to be, it's the you first know, week, right. Or because they know further down the line they're going to not be able to show for a week. You know, maybe they're throwing things off because they're trying to realign some kind of scheduling. I don't know. I mean, someone else who's listening to this can tell us, but I am loving it, like you said. And, okay, let me just say this. This is a type of drama that I would hear about you watching, and I'd be like, oh, that's dope, and I would go about my business. And I know it's Mr. Vincenzo, right? So I was like, okay, I know he's dope. And then Ethan Min has been in all these shows that I enjoy. He's always been a great supporting actor. And I remember him, like, a long time ago um, from Gloria and, and Pasta. So I've always seen him. And then most recently, um, what do you call it, from Masang, Incomplete Life, which I didn't love the ending, but I loved the drama on the way through. So I was just like, hey, it's that guy. He's okay. Oh, grandfather guys? I was like, okay. You know, because he totally gives me, like, uncle. He doesn't give me grandpa. And But I know he's a great actor. I know he's a great actor. So when it started, I was just prepared to be uncomfortable because I wasn't necessarily enthused about watching a time travel uh, drama. And you know the first episode, he is completely like their little bitch. He is completely the lead character, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's totally um, going along. He's, you know, chugging the Kool-Aid. He's on their team. And when they betray him, and then, girl, girl, the way it happened. But look, let me let me stop. Let me stop because I'm about to spoil the hell out of it. Let's go back and do, like, the basic stuff we always do, which is let me ask you, so far, how do you rate the show? So far, this show has an A for me. Mm. And of all the things that we can talk about, what is the top reason you really like this show? The way this story is, the plot, the way it's been written, the way it's flowing, how they have things like, again, just to reiterate off of what you said about it being a time drama, that kind of made me go, I don't know, because sometimes time dramas can be really good and sometimes they can be, oh, what the hell is this? So I was, oh, girl, yes. (laughs) So I am just, you know, excited that they did not do crazy and over the top with this time thing that he came back reincarnated and it's not even fantasy in that sense because like that's where I thought they were going to kind of skew us towards fantasy and I'm glad that that didn't happen so I'm loving that I'm loving that he has memory of his past life so that he can use that in this situation and so I just love how they did this they they whoever the art the writer is jocking him Yes, good job, good job, good job. No, I, I totally agree with you. I feel like it's, it's definitely an A-plus for me, too, A, A-plus. And for me, it's the style of it. 
you know, the fact that it's just, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like the clothing, the, you know, even when he gets older and he's in college, they dress him like he's a college student. His flow, everything is very stylish. I know that, you know, it was in color in his original body. And then when he wakes up in the younger grandson's body, it's black mm-hmm. and white. And then I think it's when he what, meets his grandfather that it turns into color or meets the family or something like that. And it's when they at, step out of the, the car and they're heading into that, whatever that building is. They're getting ready to right. head into there and all of them converge. It turns color. Right. I just love that detail. And it just looks so good. The pastels, like, it made me, I was like, oh, I want to be in South Korea in the 80s. Like, this is nice. Um, But also, you said something about, I forgot what it was. You said something about what you liked about the show. And it was, oh, yes. So this is one of the things I love about the show. They didn't make him confused. It's not like he got, I mean, he was confused when he got into the body, but he had all his memories. You know, there are other shows that I've watched. I forget the name of the show I'm kind of watching now, something like Old Woman or something like that. But I don't like it when they go back to the past or they, or something happens and they continually have amnesia. I'm like, can you get past your amnesia because you got, people coming for you. I, I don't like that kind of device. So I just super appreciate that he had his memories and he's brilliant. Like he ain't no flub in this. It's not like like if you put me back in the past, I'm in trouble. Okay? All I remember is the stuff I remember. Like I don't even remember good stuff. He dude is remembering like business information. Like he had been so studied in his original body, then when he goes back to the past, he, like, remembers things that really matter. Like, okay, I would have known to invest in Titanic, right? I would have known to do movies. <laughs> I would not have known some of the stuff that he knows to do. I just love that about it. But before we start really spoiling the show, is there anything else you want to say about the show overall that you like or – any kind of encouragement to other people who might think about watching the show? Casting. I think the casting is superb as well. Everyone mm-hmm. is playing their role, and they're good at it. It's not like I feel like a character has made me go, oh, Jesus, here, here, here he come again. Or You know what I mean? Like, yes, you might be agitated with the character's actions or what they're doing because, you know, they're scheming or conniving, but the person who's playing the role has done a good job. So all the actors that were cast, Whoever the casting was did a great job. Yeah, because, I mean, given the number of actors in this and how they flow and move and stuff, it, you know, they're they're really distinct. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll be confused about where they are in the hierarchy, but you pretty much know who the oldest son is. You, you know the second son. You know the, the wives. Like, everything is pretty clear. So, I agree with you totally. I mean, they've, they've done a good job with that. Um, that being said, this is a spoiler warning because we're about to dig even more and start talking trash about characters <laughs> and 
and their motivation. So if you, you know, don't want to hear spoilers, please leave and come back to listen to the rest of this podcast. Go watch Rewards, Rich, catch up, and then come back. That being said, is there anything first that you want to point out that was just like, oh, my God, about the show? Um, no, no, oh, my God's right now. Like, again, remember, I'm only episode three, and so you're way ahead of me and have much more to dig into and talk about. Okay, because I can't, I think I hinted at it before, so I'm just going to say it now. One of the first things that struck me was, and you saw you saw this in the first episode, how he got betrayed. Like yes, I was not expecting now that 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 character is Park Jin Young, who is uh, like an actor I really like. He plays uh, Kyung Min, who's a new what is he a new like uh, intern into the place, and he comes in and hey, I'm here to help you, and let me know what you need, and he's all in his face. And for him to be the one who stabbed him in the back was like, damn, really? But yeah. That was some straight-up diabolical loveliness because he was so earnest and he was so, um, like, interested and willing to learn and taking notes about what he said. And so in a weird kind of way, it was kind of like a teachable moment, like his death. I know this sounds so weird. But it was a his death was a teachable moment because – it was like the scene that he was, the other guy became. You know, he mm-hmm. even said, you're the one who told me to, like, basically do what I've been told. So I'm doing what I've been told. And it's like he had to learn that lesson the hard way. The lesson is, excuse me, sir, but can you not sell out so damn hard? Can you not be their stooge so damn hard? Now here you are basically drowning in the Kool-Aid that you've been sipping. Like, mm-hmm. he ain't worth all that. And the thing is, he saw the foibles of the family. He saw how, like, they aren't perfect. He saw how they were conniving. And the whole time, he's just going along because he thought his virtue was in being the good servant. He thought his virtue was in being the good pawn. And it's like, no, sir. Like, these people are doing dirt and acting fools. Can you, like, choose better? Can you choose better employers? Can you go like he was brilliant? Do it on your own. But to like put himself in that position, and then over and over again, it's like you can slowly see he knows so much. I was like, he's gonna get got. I, mean, I already knew because I read about the show before watching it. But <laughs> of course, of course. But you, but when you see him knowing too much, when you see him knowing way too much. That told me they're about to kill you, fool, because you're going to be a liability at some point. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that was interesting to me. The other thing that was interesting to me was when the grandfather saw that his grandson was that on point, sir, why would you have him close to you all the time? I'm like, yeah, you have a grandson who is on his game, and you want to you were keeping him close? Like, it was weird to me. I mean, I knew it was a progression because by the time he gets to college, the grandfather kind of doesn't lean on him at all, but the grandfather kind of involves him a little bit more than you would expect a young grandson to be involved. Um, 
But what did you think? What did you think about the relationship between them and um, the, you know, characters once he, I was going to say reemerged, but was reborn? Well, initially, because of his father's placement in the family, I paid attention to he was not revered. As a matter of fact, we saw that he was uh, blamed for something that he didn't even do. And he had to work his way out of that. And, you know, part of him working his way out of that was providing information. And he realized that was his value right then as a child. Like, that was the part. But, again, we have to keep in mind it's an old man in a child's body. But <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Not an old man, but a, you know, older person in a child's body. But because of the spirit, his mind trying to make this sound sensible but you get you get my point any which way um i think the part there was what made me go okay he realized his value and for in order for him to avenge himself in his former life because that's what this is a revenge drama that's the part too Mm -hmm. that i thought was kind of cool because of how this revenge is going to play itself out um he had to be able to give his grandfather stuff without over playing his hand if that makes sense right right yeah because because his father even asked i mean his grandfather even asked him outright like can you see the future he had to play it right so that people wouldn't say he was crazy you know because i mean that would have just been a completely different drama if he was like yes i can see the future like that would have been a mess <laughs> right <laughs> so but and so I think that was like the beginning of him and the grandfather's relationship beginning to solidify itself and he had to have more than just one thing, otherwise it was just a fluke. So over time it couldn't be immediately I'm telling you all this stuff, but over time giving him, you know, things that he needed and and keeping him from being killed in that airplane crash was key. So, like, I think the grandfather realized, okay, I got to keep you around. You're important to me. I can't let you get too, too loose because I need to be able to see what you see and know what you know. Right. And you haven't gotten to that yet, and I'm actually getting into it now, I think it's episode six. But it is interesting how, because in his previous life, he had no dealings with the grandfather whatsoever. The grandfather had long passed, right, in right. the airplane crash. And, but he had read about this guy. This guy was, in effect, his hero. And right, I he had read his manifesto. Right, and I think I want to say that was the reason he wanted to work for that company and for that family, because he was such a fan of the grandfather. And so it's interesting to see how He's going to I, – I look at it as, okay, get noticed by the grandfather, be accepted as the right-hand grandson, right? And then have I expected that he would have to fight the family to stay on top and eventually, like, take down the whole family. That's, that's how I kind of imagined it going. But what I'm seeing happening is he – his skill – is also a threat to his grandfather. Mm. And so it's, and and he and his grandfather are going to be in conflict. They're going to become enemies. Oh. And I didn't see that coming. I thought it was wow. just going to go one way. I thought he was going to, under his grandfather's tutelage, he was going to fight the rest of the family. No, he's going to be right. his grandfather. And wow. it's, 
And it's it's not only because he's just so brilliant and he's but because he's at a point now where he's stealing opportunities from that company. He's using his own company to steal opportunities and steal big or you know, win big that the grandfather's family needs or his grandfather's business needs. And you saw that coming because remember when he was in America, he spoke to that one guy and he had him do something. I can't even remember what exactly it was, but it was like the grandfather's company was bidding for something and he had that man like either overbid or whatever it was, he won the contract and that hurt the grandfather's family in so many words, but he did it purposefully. Right. And so you know that he's doing stuff behind the scenes. But I kind of thought that at some point when the grandfather saw how he was moving, he would be like, hey, let me get, keep you closer. No, 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 no. The grandfather, he and the grandfather are going to, like, start fighting. Oh, wow. Um, especially because at first I was like, well, why would he do that? This is your grandson. You can see that he's powerful. Maybe you should make him your heir, a parent, or heir to the kingdom, if you will. But mm-hmm. it's because the grandfather is old school and he's one he's still in control he's playing that game with his son and his second son but i don't think he really thinks they're strong enough i don't really think he's like that i don't really think he thinks they're like prepared and ready for the real fight i don't think he has he thinks they have the heart for it so he's not in a, a weird kind of way he's not threatened he's still at the top of his game he's still playing full on and so to have his grandson do that is like, number one, you coming for me? You you think you're going to take what I have right now? But also, too, he would choose the grandson as the heir apparent because he's traditional, I think. I'm guessing. He's going with the grandson who was acting a fool in the first the episode. The eldest grandson. Right. I think he's still writing for the eldest grandson, especially since the Eldest grandson just came back from overseas. They have him in line to get married. And I don't know if you've seen this. You meet the eldest grandson's wife, but this is before they got married. You know, in the future, they're definitely married, right? But in the past, he's wooing her. It looks like they're kind of suckling each other for an arranged marriage. And she's noticing the youngest grandson, and she's like, maybe I should be choosing him. So it's throwing off history because mm. she has not firmly chosen him. She's really smart and really savvy, and I personally have a feeling that she's going to still choose the eldest grandson because she can control him. Because I think she's really smart. But I think she's intrigued by the youngest grandson because he's running circles around the rest of the family. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... I have to ask this question. Do you think he can sustain that brilliance? Because so far he's been like, between him knowing the past and being super smart, he's been kind of three steps ahead of them. I don't think he can maintain that forever. At some point they're going to start surprising him and taking stuff from him and really hitting him where it hurts. I think at present right now, yes, he can sustain that. I don't think that's an issue. I do feel like that eventually the timeline shifts are going to happen enough that it's not going to be the history he remembers because it shifted so much. You get me? Right, right. And that's going to throw him off. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a butterfly effect. Because he's right. changes. I mean, even the fact that he just exists when in the original timeline, he, he wasn't was a... Right. He was killed, and that's why when his mom shows up with that the three, you know, shares or whatever the hell she has, she's like, I'm not going to know who killed my son. I was like, oh, that's a tragedy for real, you know. And it's, okay, moving on, unless you have something else to say. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. His relationship with his mother and father, his new mother and father versus his old mother and father. That's tragic and sad. Because, okay, now, as far as I know, he's shown up at the old mother and father's restaurant more than once. And in my mind, I'm trying to figure out, why do you keep going there? Because what is it that you think you're going to gain? They don't know you. You are like a complete oddity to anything that they understand or know. So why do you keep showing up there? Is he trying to help himself? Because it's not even him at this point. It's somebody else. But is he trying to help the who would be him in his timeline? Is he trying to help that person get the job? Like, I don't I don't understand why he keeps making his way over there. Because even with his retained memory, he has to understand those aren't your family. That's not your family. So the reason I can understand it is because that's what I would do. Like, just because they don't know me doesn't mean I don't know them. And doesn't and especially if I got money like that, they might never know that I had a hand in making sure they were good, but trust, I would still do it. Like, right. And so that makes sense to me if he were doing something like that. But him showing up there is the part that I'm going, dude, you're not making sense because they don't know you. Like there's nothing that can be done by you being in their presence or being around them. You seeing them fall, you already knew they were falling. You already knew they were in a tight situation. Like I'm not, I don't, I, I don't quite get it. But again, you know me, and you know my suspension of disbelief issues. So you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get past that part so I can keep watching the show. I, I get it. I get it. Because if my mama owned a restaurant, I would show up there once a week and become um, a regular customer. I would make jokes. But it doesn't make sense. Even if it, listen, no, it does not. Because even if, let's, now for you, I guess in your head, you're making it make sense. For me, it doesn't because (laughs) if I were to go back in history, or not back in history, but if I were to be able to be in another form of life but have all of my retained memories, yes, I would want to see that they're okay and whatever's going on with them. But once I saw, okay, y'all not in a good spot, let me see what I can do from my standing to try to help you all out. But showing up, what is my showing up going to do? How is that helpful? Because, one, now people are looking crazy trying to figure out why you keep carting yourself over here when you have nothing to do with over here. One, two, they don't know who I am. Three, my being in that space just doesn't even flow with how things work. How would he even know this place? How did he find this place? How did you get, you get what I'm saying? Like it's all kind of other questions that have to come up and I got to deal with. And I think that's me. I'm a long-term thinker. I'm analytical and I'm going to think out the long-term, the long run. In my head, I know this is going to cause more questions and problems than it is me helping. So I could stand in the back and help. But if I'm over here in their faces or if I'm showing up, how is that making sense? It's not making sense. Well, see, because for me, 
we can agree to disagree. I mean, it's not like a yeah. really strong, you know, thing. It's right. not real. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay. It's not young and restless, okay? We're not going to fight over the victim, okay? Um, but the reason I understand it is because it's not all about helping them. To me, for me, like, I, I, I'm really picturing it because I'm crazy. If, if I was back in the past, and I knew, of course, the family doesn't know me. And maybe I cannot help them. Or they're fine. If my mama has a business, just like lots of other people go there to eat, I would go there to eat. If someone was like, why are you going to that restaurant? Because I like going to favorite restaurants to eat. Lots of people have favorite restaurants they go to over and over again. Well, if I think got older Mason, but not when he was a kid. But go ahead. But no, I mean not when he was a not when he was a kid, but when he was a teenager. If you're hanging out with your friends and you find a hole in the wall and you show up there, like we did that, we found holes in the wall to go to and sit around and eat. You know, if, if it's like, oh yeah, the soup here is just stellar, then why can't he do that? Like I would, that's what I would do. I wouldn't even have to be like, oh, I'm having all these conversations with y'all and we all best friends. No, I would. I'm, I'm so serious. I'm that chick. I would be like, even if my mama never knew who I was because there's just no way of that happening, yes, once a week or once a month, I would just make the people who follow me and are gossiping to the rest of the family, they would just get used to the fact, oh, okay, something else likes to go to this place and eat this soup every month. They would get over it because most of people, that's how humans work. They would just be like, okay, that's her favorite restaurant. That's like her hole in the wall spot because she likes the soup there. They would get over it. They wouldn't even – people don't look that deeply unless you give them a reason to. They would have And gone. there you go. You have spoken exactly where my heart is. People don't look that deeply unless you give them a reason to. I'm not giving them a reason to even look over in that direction or think about that direction because I don't want you to touch, bother, mess with, or any of the above because, again – this is not a I'm trying to just be in this family and live happily ever after. This is a revenge drama. So in revenge, we know I'm revenging and people come after me for the stuff I do. I come after people for the stuff they do, so on and so forth. So why would I put anybody I care about in the line to get caught up in that? I just because people are human and they can't do everything in the name of revenge. You see this dude is low-key trying to flirt with chick. So he should flirt with chick. He should just run away. Oh, there's a possibility they may try and use you to, you know, blackmail me into something. So I'm just going to hold my dick by myself and stay alone in the dark. No, this dude has some advice. Like, he, he can't be unhappy. He has to be a human being. So he flirts okay. with chick every once in a while. He has friends. He, he's not the equalizer. His whole being cannot be about revenge. He just can't. He can't be Steven Seagal. Hell, nobody be Steven Seagal. Never be Steven Seagal. No one can be that kind of action hero where it's like everything about them is about the revenge. He has to have some kind of emotion. And frankly, I applaud them for giving us those bits because he because yeah I think I accidentally hit on a, a halfway decent point so I'm gonna go with it. We have to see him as more than just Mr. Revenge. 
We have to see the soft side of him because he's brilliant and he's running around making these deals and doing all this stuff. We have to feel like emotionally tied to him. And I think that through his family and through his friendship, even with his business partner, I think that's how we get to have that for him. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just not a robot. So I hear you. And again, we are agreeing to disagree. (laughs) I hear you. Again, we're agreeing to disagree. But you know, (laughs) his relationship with his current mom and dad is kind of interesting. I can't put my finger on what that's about. Is he trying to set his dad up to rise up? I, I don't know, but. You know, I I can't put my finger on what's going on with them just yet. I need to see more. Well, you know what? I kind of think that he most relates to them and his brother because I thought his brother was going to be different. And I don't know if you've seen those episodes yet, but his brother is a total artist. I think the whole family is just outside of that money-grubbing, you know, political gaming, you know, thing that the rest of the family does. Like, the father really is not about that life. And so I think he's protective of them because, by and large, you know, before he was reborn, um, it's like he's a vampire or something before he was reborn. Anyway, but before he was reborn, the father was like this toady of the family. Like, he had stepped away to get married to who he, the woman he wanted to get married to that he loved an actress, and and so the trade-off is that he doesn't have the role that he would have had. He gave up his inheritance, if you will. And so I think that the male lead, I think it was in some ways commendable. I lumped the father in with the rest of the family in the first episode, but by the time you get back past that and after he's reborn, you see that the the father is a decent guy. The mom is decent. They love their kids. They're trying to do the best they can. And I think he's trying to protect them by making them impervious. So that's why he's invested in his father having a decent business so that his father doesn't have to rely on that family to live, right? Because um, I want to say that before his rebirth, the father – may have failed at what he was going to do, and that's why he ended up working for his family. So I think that that's what Mr. Vincenzo is doing. I think he's If you can't remember, Song Junki. <laughs> it's like when someone else says it, I know, but, like, for me, I always think, Mr. Vincenzo, who didn't like the uh, pasta in Kansas, <laughs> who didn't like the spaghetti. <laughs> so... But I think he um, is just doing what he can to protect the family. And it's interesting that he still needs almost like he definitely needs family. It's like he's that guy who had that and lost it. And so in his own way, he has it again. He's allowing himself to be mothered by his new mother. Um, He has a good relationship with his brother. Um, his new brother. So it's like his old family in a weird kind of way was replaced um, with the new family. And because his mother died um, originally, he didn't grow up. He 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 has memories of his mother, but 
after a while, I think it was just the the father and the brother, and he felt a sense of responsibility towards them, but he didn't have like that loving relationship because remember he didn't he didn't show up to stuff unless he absolutely had to with the father and the um the brother. The brother. So I think with this new family, it's like an opportunity for him to have the family he didn't completely have the first time around. Yeah. <laughs> what you think? <laughs> no, I said I see that. I agree with you. I see that. Yeah, I mean, I just hit on that. It's just like if I talk long enough, then I, I start to make a point. So it's lovely, by the way. So is there anything else you want to say or just, you know, or any reason you would encourage people to watch the show? I just think people should watch because it's a it's a very good drama. The again we iterated all of this earlier, but you know it's a very good drama and it is a different type of K drama. Like this isn't something that we've seen before. I think I think this is being you know the way it was written and the way it's done is a little different. Yeah, I do want to talk a little bit. I mean, I I was closing up and then you were going with me, but then I was like, let's talk about the grandfather. Let's talk about the grandpa just a little bit. I don't know how much you know about him, but it's like, I feel like he's such a complex character, but he's weird at the same time. It's like he is loving in his way a little bit, but he also, like, abuses his kids, and he wants them to stay where he puts them. You know, and then if he puts them somewhere, he wants them to live up to that place that he's place them and that's why i think that the grandson doing all this stuff is not making him proud necessarily um but looking at the sister like the the daughter of the family and how he's like hey you know like i think he called her some name that means that she's garnished she was talking to her weak-willed husband and the husband was like hey you know yeah, he's saying that you're his, you know, little um, kale. And she was like, that's garnish for a meal. I want to be an entree, you know. And so what do you think about the, the father, before we close this out, the grandfather? Um, the grandfather is, as you stated, com- very complex. Like in some parts of him, yes, you see that he is caring and he's trying to, you know, nurture this this family but then in other parts you see it's like chess to him he's playing chess with them and how he moves pieces and puts people places and decides who's going to do what where and when um i don't know i because you know more about him than i do thus far so i'm gonna have to rely on your statements but overall for me i just feel like he's somebody i'm I'm watching because he wasn't in the original storyline obviously I'm sorry, I was, excuse me. But anyway, he uh, wasn't in the original storyline, but he was in the second, you know, he's in this, the new life. And so him being in the new life and him having, honestly, new life literally because he would have died in the original line, um, just getting to see his movements and how he's functioning and the things he's doing is kind of interesting. Right, right. I mean, I... I appreciate that it's 16 episodes and it's three a week, um, at least so far, because it unfolds quickly, more quickly um, to just get more. Because 
I'm about to, when I get off the phone with you, I'm about to watch episode six, and that's when the grandson admits something to the grandfather. I'm not going to go into it. So look for that. Um, it's going to be super, you know, exciting to me. <laughs> so, uh, and I just, I look forward to, it's not even just about how well Mr. Vincenzo can outsmart people around him. It's about how the grandfather responds, how the grandfather accepts it or fights back or whatever. So anyway, that's what I got for a pork chop. If you have nothing else, we're going to close this BGS phone call. And so look out for the show and tell us what you think on all the social media. I don't think we've given up. We haven't given up Twitter yet, but uh, we will eventually, depending on how things go. So make sure that you subscribe to all our other social media. We are Black Girls So Everywhere, so you can find us that way. I am something else with... Song Ray. Have a Bye. Good